What is up, you guys? It's JV the Transformer. And man, we have reached the end of 2020. Unbelievable. For those of you that know, I started this journey about a month ago, and the response has been amazing. I thank you all for tuning in and supporting. Now, what does that say for 21? Better content. I'm looking for better interviews. I have a new segment I'm working on. Also, there are a bunch of people that have podcasts that I would love to collaborate with. They know who they are. So please email me. Let's make things happen. Now, Merry Christmas, you guys. I thank all of you. My core friendship group, you guys know who you are. There's no way I can be me without you. 2021 transformability is coming at you bigger and better. I promise you that. Now, today on the podcast, I have Sir Wilkins of the Jobber Cheers podcast. Unbelievable guy, super well-spoken, and he's training to be a wrestler. So my two worlds are colliding in this episode. We go over when he started creating a wrestling party atmosphere to the birth of the Jobber Tears podcast, and we get into wrestling and what his thoughts on wrestling is today. Um, once again, you guys, thank you guys so much for all the support. I will see you guys in 2021. And with that being said, my interview with Sir Wilkins is coming right up, y'all. Love y'all. Like, comment, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. Leave a review. I'll see you guys in 21. Everybody, it's JV the Transformer. Welcome to another episode. Today on the podcast, I can say I have a jack of all trades joining me today. I have Sir Wilkes. This man probably has three pages full of a schedule. Welcome to the podcast, my friend. Thank you for joining me. If the people don't know you, let them know who you are and what you do. Uh, my name is Sir Wilkins of the Jabba Tears Podcast. I am one-third of the Jabba Tears Podcast. Um, I am part of a wrestling debate show, also a wrestling brand, which we sell T-shirts. We do viewing parties in New York City. We also have a, a, a very great Facebook group. Um, I also personal train, and I, currently right now, I am training to become a wrestler in the near future. That is amazing. So speaking on the business aspect, because I have checked out your Instagram, this man is heavily into fitness. Follow him, Sir Wilkins on Instagram. Oh, no, Sir Wilkins, Sir Wilkins. Like Sir one. Wilkins on Instagram, pardon me. So you're big into fitness. How how did COVID affect you fitness-wise? Um, For me, business-wise, it kind of hurt because I was used to going to the gym all the time with clients and my private clientele, and some of them were just scared of going to the gym. They didn't want to go to the gym at all past when, when, when gyms opened up. But during the actual COVID, like when we, were, when we were like locked down, I basically, when everything was locked down in Northeast, I basically bought a kettlebell, some bands, and I just worked out. I would take long walks in the middle of the afternoon 
for like an hour and I'd walk and then I'd come back home. And that would be about, that was my workout routine. And that was it. I try not to, I was, I was trying not to eat too crazy because when you're sitting at home, you get bored and you start eating. Oh yeah. So I was trying not to do any of that. But for the most part, I was just chilling. I was, I wasn't doing too much. I wasn't trying to get into too much trouble. Um, but I wasn't doing much business-wise. I did suffer. I won't. I won't deny that. It, it was different. I did train some clients virtually, and the clients I asked, like, "Yo, hey, I know we're not training at the gym. Do you want to train virtually?" And they were like, "Nah, I don't want to. It's not the same thing." I, there's a reason why I hired you is because so you can be there with me. And I get the virtual training is 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 okay, but not not what I'm feeling. And then when the gym opened up. A lot of them were still like, yo, I'm a little scared of coming back because COVID's a real thing and some people don't understand that. Yeah, it's insane. Like, I'm in Jersey, so we're getting a whole bunch of cases now and I'm like, can I deal with another year of this? Yeah, did you hear there's another, there's another strand that just they, they discovered in the UK? Yeah, man, I mean, if... Uh, but I, I'm hearing that apparently the strand in the UK is going to be... Uh, I guess the vaccines will take care of the strand. I don't know. All right, that's good. It just remains to be seen. So Positivity. You've also, you've done like party plannings where you put on like parties in New York, correct? Um. Yeah, so um, thanks for asking that. Um, when I first got, when I, when I turned 21, I started promoting at nightclubs in New York City. I was like a sub-promoter type of thing. And the reason why was because my friends never invited me out to parties because they think that like they was like ah oh, you're not gonna come and blah 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 I never got invited I was like you know what I'll throw my own party make my own friends um do my own thing and awesome. and then I started sub promoting and I will never ever deny how much I grown because of New York City nightlife oh yeah Be being in the business for a little bit I wasn't I'm not gonna sit here like I was some mega heavy hitter but. I did my thing a little bit of it. I had some of my own parties I did. And the the best gift I had was when I became an intern for this company that owns multiple clubs in the city. And I got to see the ins and outs of nightclubs in New York City. Jeez. And one of their spots has been around for 20, 20 years, I think, at this point. And they, they know how to run the, their business extremely well. Shout out to Dave and Phil, Chris, and Top Tier Hospitality. So... The reason why I'm mentioning them is because they gave me an opportunity, which was they had like this sports bar, a brand new sports bar that they had opened up called Highland Park. It's no longer open. And, you know, when you open up a new place, you're trying to drum up business, trying to get more your, your new clientele to come in and all that, all the sorts. So I had walked in. This was SummerSlam, I think it was, if I remember correctly. And it was at, it was at MSG. Mm. and at the time I was like in and out of watching wrestling but I was still watching I still was a fan not a mega mark like I am now but at the time I was like more of a casual fan and I'm I walk into the bar and it had a couple of the screens had like wrestling on the screen and I was like yo this place should be packed it's fucking SummerSlam yeah so I watched a little bit and then I went home and I kept thinking about it. At the time, I lived in Spanish Harlem. So anybody that doesn't know where Spanish Harlem is, Spanish Harlem is like on the east side, uptown of um, New York City, Manhattan. 
Shout out so, to New York. Yeah, so I took the six train up, and once again, remember I told you that SummerSlam was at MSG. Right. So a ton of people were getting on the train, and they were all coming from the rest from SummerSlam. And I was like, yo, there's an opportunity here that, that nobody knows yet. So I get on the train and I start doing research, random research. It's like two o'clock in the morning. I'm like on my computer looking up like pay-per-view viewing parties in New York City. And I couldn't find none really. And there was like one or two that I found, but they weren't like consistently going on every month. And I was like, all right, cool. I'm gonna do my own. So a lot of time, I wasn't in the community that heavy as I am right now. So I needed people that knew the community a little bit. So I had, um, I Googled, like, I found this. They're still cool guys. They don't, the group is not around anymore. It was like New York City wrestling fans. It was a group about, like, 100 people, maybe, like, 80, whatever. And it was a meetup group. I found them, and I hit up the, the, the creator of the meetup group. And I was like, yo, hey, yo, what up? Um, I have this group. I have this this vision about doing a viewing party. I want you guys to come down. I want you guys to be a part of it. Blah 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 blah. We met. The dude was down. His name is Jameson. Jamerson, not Jameson. Jamerson. Um, long story short, I did my first viewing party. We had two hundred people, and then it, and then it grew. It grew, and I've been doing them for. On it, well, this year has been on and off because of COVID, but I've been doing them for the, like going on nine years now. Pay per view viewing parties in New York City, crazy. So yeah, it's been it's, it's been a, it's been a long ride doing those those events, and that's been a um a major part of the podcast brand of doing that. The podcast is newer, but the the viewing parties has been going on for nine years. That's amazing, man. Um, Thank you, man. I appreciate that. To go back to what you were saying and, you know, you shouting out the people you were before. I always tell people, because my podcast is completely new. I started this whole thing a month ago. Oh, nice. Congratulations. Yeah, like this whole thing. Because I'm like heavy into music and wrestling. So it's like now with you, I'm getting to like cross my two worlds together. So this is amazing just to have you on. But to be honest, all you need is like, one person to believe in your talent and then you can do something major. So I totally believe that those people that were there to guide you, you know, and tell you about nightlife in the beginning, all you needed was that one shot for you to come up with an idea and make it what it is today. Yeah. Like January, I think January makes it nine years doing it. Crazy. And um, on along this ride, there's been some really, good people who supported um, companies I've worked with who like showed love and, and I can never take that away. Like, you know what I mean? It, it's, there's this, um, the former GM of Highland, oh, not Highland Park, um, Legends. She held me down, bro. She held me down. Her name is Diana. She no longer, she no longer in the, in the industry, but I will always say praise to her name. Like, taking care of me, like, throughout this process, like, like, it, it, it's, it's, it's hard because when you don't have people support you, 
and people don't see the vision when somebody else sees your vision or just willing to let let you run, um take the reins it's fucking it's fucking amazing I can curse, right? I don't know if I can curse. No, you can. It's a podcast. <laughs> I mean, you're gonna you're gonna be everywhere. You're gonna be on Spotify and Apple and you know wherever podcasts are distributed. So yeah, you know you could do awesome. what you gotta do. So you mentioned the podcast and talk about the Jobber Tears podcast. Like, where did that start? Like, how how quickly after the party business did you think? I gotta start a podcast. Um, so it's it's, it's another, another semi long story and semi short story at the same time. So pardon me. Um, I as as I started doing the parties, um, I had a I had a a former business partner. He had asked me. He was like, "Hey, I see you doing these parties. I would like to jump on because I have this Facebook group." And I was like, at first I was a little hesitant about it. Cause when you have like a baby, your baby, you're like, yo, I don't know what's somebody else to jump on it. And we started working together on doing a party. I was like, you know what, let's do this. Cause I was doing it by myself. And it's a lot, when you do things by yourself, it's, it's a lot, it's a lot. It gets, it gets annoying. Oh yeah. And my younger self didn't know how to handle pressure very well. And I didn't know how to like just handle shit and just do it. But we started working together and we grew the parties like exceptionally, like huge. And because of the parties, it kind of coincided with his Facebook group. So the Facebook group grew and, and then the parties grew at the same time. Like, you know, what, I, what it is what it is. So it came to a point, I was like, yo, you know what? Let's just work together with your Facebook group, have it brand with the parties, and then we'll just grow it from there. And one day he was, we were talking, he was like, I, he's like, the Facebook group needs to grow bigger. Um, we need to really brand ourselves, like blah, 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 blah. So I was at the gym, and I'm watching First Take mm. on ESPN. If anybody knows who's listening, doesn't know what First Take is, it's a, it's a debate show on ESPN about sports. So it has, right now, it's currently Max Kellerman and Stephen A. Smith and Molly. Molly's the, the, um, the moderator. So I'm watching that, and I was like, hmm. At the time, I listened to it. I just started listening to podcasts. So this is like roughly four years ago. Podcasts are relatively new, cool thing to do. Like it's that exclusive club of like, it's cat is getting bigger and people are slowly starting to listen to podcasts. At the time, I was listening to Sam Roberts, um, the Brilliant Idiots with Charlemagne the God and Andrew Schultz, and I was also listening to um, the Joe Budden's podcast. Mm. And on and off, I was listening to Rosenberg's podcast. So I'm sitting there, and I was like, you know that, like, that bug you get? Like, how you started yours? Like, yo, you know what? I'm going to do this. Mm-hmm. So, and I and I kept hearing about branding, creating yourself, like, creating stuff. Charlemagne, Charlemagne kept, like, talking about, like, branding and creating your own content. Content is king. Content is king. Content is king. So, I came to him, I was like, yo, how about we do a podcast? And he was like, I don't know about that. I don't know if I got the time for it. Who's going to be on it? Like, like, how are we going to do this? And I was like, nah, let's, let's, let's do a podcast. So I was looking for a girl to be on there. And I wanted her to be the moderator and have me and him 
kind of like, you know, go back and forth. So I got, I got my best friend, Janelle from HR to do it. We do the we, we do it. And with any team, any like thing that happens, there's creative differences. When you're dealing with different personalities, creative differences. Sometimes it's easy to do shit by yourself, like you're doing right now. Like right. if I like something, I'm gonna do it. Okay. But I'm dealing with two other people, and one of the other, one of the, and him, he has a good big personality, so he wanted things a certain type of way. So we had creative differences. There was one episode that he wasn't on the show, and he needed he, he like he went away, he went out of town on vacation with his girlfriend, and he's like he needs somebody to fill in. So I had my brother fill in. Janelle moderated that episode, and it was fucking gold. It was absolutely fucking gold. And I kept that in the back of my head, the chemistry that all three of us had together. So when my old business partner was like, I don't want to do the podcast with you anymore. I think I'm going to do my own thing. You do what you want to do. I was like, fuck, I still want to do a podcast. And I, and I, well, you know, when it, I had learned so much doing that one podcast, I felt I can take things to the next level if I do something on my own and really had more creative freedom. So I was like, yo, I'm going to do it myself. So I got my, I called my brother. I called Janelle. And I also called my old camera guy who was helping with the podcast. Now, I forgot to mention this. Besides watching First Take, the week before I had something like this, somebody had asked me to be on this podcast. And shout outs to Eye Pokes and Head Chokes, um, Alex and, and um, Kula, they asked me to be on their wrestling podcast. And I asked my old camera guy, I was like, yo, Leo, yo, can you um, come through and like videotape me and take some pictures for me for, for content? And he took the picture, I did, did, did some stuff. I was like, I can't pay you, I'll pay you in, I'll pay you in, um, in dinner. <laughs> I'll take you to Legends for some wings and some food and I got you. And he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah no problem. So as we're eating, this is this is goes back to what you're saying. People believing in you, Leo. I barely knew Leo at the time. At the time, he was my homegirl's camera guy, and we kind of did shit together, but nothing crazy. Like we barely knew each other. And I will thank him to this day for putting this bug in my ear because he's the real reason why the podcast even exists. So we're at lunch, we're at dinner, we're eating. He's like, "Yo." You did a good job. You should do your own podcast. I was like, what? He's like, you did a really good job. Do your own podcast. I was like, I don't got time for that shit. Like, I brushed him the fuck off. I was like, where the fuck am I going to do a podcast at? How the fuck am I going to do a podcast? Like, what? No. Get out of here. So he's like, nah. He's like, I got, I got equipment at the crib. We, I can, it, it can be do-it-yourself type of stuff. We good. And I was like, nah, nah, fuck that, fuck that, fuck that, fuck that. Right. And I brushed him off. And then that's when I was at the gym and I saw first take. And that's when my um my old business partner was like, we need more content, we need to do something different. And then fast forward, it's kind of like how do you I don't know if you believe in God, I don't know if you're spiritual, the universe, whatever. A lot of times pieces are put in place for you, oh, yeah. but they're scattered around. And it takes like the universe, like things to happen for each piece to slowly come together to fit the bigger puzzle. Absolutely. And we, we do the um, 
we, we sit down at Legends. This is after me and my um whole business partner. We had our the blow up whatever. We're not working together. And once again, there's people believing in me. Um, Janelle is there. She's my best friend. She went through hell with my past business partner because she was on the show. But she was like, yo, I'll do this with you. And because it's you, you're my best friend, and I'll support you through this. Right. I'm not, and then I kind of knew she didn't want to, at first, she didn't want to put 100% in because she went through a bunch of bullshit before. Of course. My brother just wanted something to do. Right. And he was like, yo, I'm down. You're my bro. I got you. I got something to do. And then Leah was like, yo, we can do this. Mm-hmm. So I thought of it like, I, I love that you have a music podcast. I thought of it like us being like a new artist. So my idea was we're not going to just going to push out new content just right away. We're going to roll it out. We're going to start, we're going to start an Instagram page. We're going to start posting about who we are. And we already knew a couple of people already within the wrestling industry because of the viewing parties. And then we were involved with the other podcast. So it wasn't a, a mega jump, a hard jump. We had like a little, maybe a hundred people that might listen to it. But we had a small village at least. So I thought, roll out, roll out, roll out, roll out. We're going to roll this out for the people. And just like a new artist has a new album out, whatever, we did a pilot episode to test things out. We took some pictures, all this other stuff. Then we started about almost two years, almost three years ago in January. That was our first episode. And I kept studying about podcasts. I kept studying about marketing, about promo, about I listened to Gary V. I mean, I think we should be further on, but I'm happy where we're at. There was always consistency. And that was the biggest thing I kept thinking to myself. We're going to keep dropping episodes every week. And if there's 52 weeks in a year, we got to at least drop minimum 47 episodes. Keep that consistency going. Keep promoting it. Keep pushing it out. And I knew at the first, Janelle didn't believe in it because she what she went through before, but she slowly started coming around. My brother didn't take it as seriously as before, but then he was like, yo, we're doing something. We're, pe- people are hitting us up and liking the podcast. It may not be 20,000 people, 30,000 people, but you're being stopped on the streets. People are saying like, yo, I fuck with your podcast. So you're impacting people. And we just kept pushing. And I think that's basically the story of how we started. Yeah, that's that's insane, man. I mean, you're talking about universes and stars align. I absolutely believe in that. You know what I mean? And the whole reason I'm saying that music is coinciding with wrestling is because I actually had a dream of becoming that new artist. Yeah. You know what I mean? I I mean I, I rap or I used to rap. I mean I still try, but I I realized like during COVID, you know, cause I'm a very, I'm not a person that can be in the house isolated. You know, I love talking to people. I love vibing with people. Yeah. You know I mean? Shout out to TM man. TM uh, completely changed my life for the better. You know what I mean? That man built a ramp just so I could get in his house. You know what I mean? I'm around his family. I'm always at his house for new years. So, and then it hit me because I I know a lot of like Jersey artists. So I was talking to a good friend of mine, Robbie Max, and he's like, okay, you're not doing music. 
but what is your strong point? You love talking to people. You know, I see you at Exotica every year in Jersey and you got models on your lap. So like you love talking to them, build a podcast. So I started building this and, you know, of course I'm not going to get 30,000 people, 40,000 people, but for me, it's okay. The consistency I didn't have in music, I find myself being super consistent with this. You know what I mean? I'm dumping episodes out every Friday. That's awesome, bro. That's amazing. We're recording this right now. It's going to go up on Friday. So, like... That's fucking awesome. Like, to be honest, man, I'm honored because you're my last interview of 2020. Oh, word. Oh, thank you. You're like... I have eight episodes for 2020. I'm hoping for uh, 2021 to be bigger. I'm waiting on I'm waiting on some confirmations, but I'm telling you I can't wait to, you know, do in person interviews and start dealing with cameramans and getting the equipment. So yeah, man. So nah, that's awesome, man. That's awesome. Yeah, thank that's, you. Like once again, thank you for having me. You didn't have to you didn't have to take your time out today to hit me up, man. I nah, appreciate man. Like as soon as TM like told me about like told me about you, I was like, okay, like. He's into wrestling, so I'm into wrestling. Of course, I got to have this man on because that's all me and TM would do. We would just sit back, drink beers, and watch wrestling. Fucking awesome, man. It's that's like awesome. a perfect combo. So, oh. the pur- so the purpose of Jobber, like your podcast, Jobber Tears, like what is it? Do you guys like watch the wrestling uh, episodes and then jump on and kind of debate about it? Um, so it, it, it started, you know, what's funny. It, it's grown a lot because I think all three of us have developed more into ourselves when it comes to the podcast. Like it, it came from a place of like, yeah, we would watch our week. It was like a weekly recap. We'll have a couple of, we'll give our opinions on it and then we'll talk about it. That's which is basically we'll watch SmackDown and Raw, and then that's before AEW was around, and we'll watch the, we'll watch whatever little things that we could find on other independent promotions, and we'll interview people. But I think we've grown into more of a podcast podcast instead of a, a recap show where we still recap, but we debate like legit topics, issues, uh, like like legit issues that you see in the wrestling is- in, in the industry. Or we'll bring up questions like, yo, is Cody gonna be a legend? Like we debate about different things. My brother has great has a great insight on how he sees things. An insight on like on the way the, the industry's run. And Janelle has her own opinion because she's also a female as well. So she has that female point of view. I have a, a, an opinion when it comes to like the like I'm trying to because me getting into wrestling, I'm understanding the wrestling, the wrestler's point of view sometimes and how the business is run and stuff of that nature. And having in a teacher like Amazing Red, who's been in the business, you, I get a, a lot of insight of that as well. So it's grown from a, a recap show to a legit debate show. Even though we, that was the point of it, to be in a debate show, now it's really turned into a real debate show about strong opinions. Like, I be yelling sometimes, but it is what it is. <laughs> That's crazy, man. Uh, now that you mentioned it, um, you just said you're being trained, like 
you're training to be a wrestler. Yeah. And if a lot of you don't know who Amazing Red is, Google his ass. Yeah. I remember when, like, TNA, like, first got the stint with, uh, I think it was Fox Sports 1 at the time. And I remember seeing Amazing Red. So the fact that you're being trained by Amazing Red is insane. Yeah, he's um, that is such a good teacher. And talk about talk about the training to be a wrestler really quick because I'm pretty sure COVID messed that up too. Oh, it definitely messed that up. So I started last year in January, and COVID was a was a gift and a curse. So I started last year in January, and I wasn't the a hundred percent consistent. I would say because my schedule was crazy. Because I worked a lot last year. A lot of shit was going on in my life. We're doing about this. The podcast was really was really striving. We were getting on um getting our numbers up. We were sponsoring independent shows. We were really moving. I was working with clients and stuff like that. So I was only going to class once a week. And sometimes I'd miss a week sometimes. And COVID happens. You know, we're shut down for I think we finally get back in September, I think it was. Maybe October. So we're I'm not doing anything per se wrestling wise from like mid-March to all the way to September, October. Wow. Finally get back. I finally got a schedule. My schedule's not too busy because a lot of my clients are gone. And you know, you know, money's not like it used to be, but I can still afford to go to class. But the beauty about it, because my schedule wasn't as crazy. I was able to go to class twice a week. We also moved to a new location, which was a bigger location. The location was um, the stadium that we that we usually um, do our shows. So it's a huge spot. And we literally legit have four rings in there. That's nuts. We have four rings in there. We're like a mini NXT and the owner Brian XL, like he's a visionary. So he he's envisioning different stuff. He's pushing forward. He's very religious, super spiritual. And he talks about like believing in stuff and having visions and everything of that nature. Cause he, and he recently, I don't know if you know about this, he recently got um Master P to invest into into um Paul, into our school. I read that Master P was investing in Hog for sure. Yeah. So the place is called House of Glory, by the way. The company's called House of Glory. House of Glory is a big independent. Yeah, it's huge in the Northeast for people who don't know. Um, Having Amazing Red as a teacher is a gift. Like, it's it's amazing because he knows so much about the business. And for people who do, who watch wrestling and don't know who Amazing Red is, he legit is the godfather. Or the or the uncle of like modern day wrestling stuff. Yeah, he he legit is that, and, we, and I've learned so much, learned so much about the business, and it, and wrestling is like you take care of me, I take care of you, and I wish more people were like that in real life. Exactly, that's insane. Shout out to House of Glory Wrestling, man. Um, a lot of a lot of superstars have come from there. Uh, Private Party, who's on AEW, there from House of Glory. 
Uh, the Young Bucks have made appearances. Shout out to the Young Bucks. I'm hoping to get them on the podcast one day. Um, yeah. So in terms of like you wrestling, like, are you more, where are you, like, where do you see yourself five years down the line, 10 years down the line? Do you consider yourself a WWE guy? Would you go to AEW? Like, where where are you in terms of, like, your viewership? Or, like, what company would you love to wrestle for? Okay, so a couple things. So if you hit me with a couple of questions, I'm not going to ask all of them. Good, good, good job, brother. Um, wrestling right now for me, I'll be honest with you, is is my therapy. It really, I enjoy the whole process of trying to get better, of trying to do better. Like, it's just something that gets my mind off a busy day. Like, I'm so happy after pro wrestling practice, even though I'm so beat up. Oh, yeah. And the atmosphere of my school is just amazing. And, and, I, and it's, that's just what it is. For right now, I don't know where I'm going to be in five years. I... I hopefully I can like you know have some matches and everything. Now, when it comes, if I have to choose AEW or WWE, um, I probably would choose a WWE because I grew up on it. Would I turn down AEW? Absolutely not. If they came with me an offer or something, right. but WWE has always been something I always wanted to do. Always want to be part of that company. One way or another, I'm going to work for them in some type of capacity. I know that's going to happen. Yes. Yeah. And, and not even like as a wrestler, maybe something in, in their virtual world as a commentator, something of that nature. I'll be working with them one day. And, and I'm working in maybe even AEW as well. But I would prefer WWE. Would I mind AEW? No. I have my beliefs about what's wrong with both, both companies, but nobody's perfect. No, nobody's perfect. Yeah. So it, it, to me, it's more WWE, to be honest. That, I mean, either way, you know, I, I pray and I, I hope that one day I'm, you know, sitting at home and I'm like, that's, that's Wilkes, like, that's Wilkins. Like, so I believe you're going to make it and I believe like you're going to be a champion someday. Not that you aren't a champion nowadays, but like, you're gonna make it one day, man. I could definitely I could definitely, you know, if the hurt business is still around <laughs> when you get in there, man, I can definitely see you a part of a stable like the hurt business. So that's awesome, man. I really, you know, my whole thing is again, man, never give up on your dreams. You heard this man say, I'm gonna work for them, or I'm gonna work for WWE in some capacity. So if he's if he's saying it now, he believes it, and that's the whole point of why I created transformability. Because I'm a guy that like, you know, every time somebody comes at me like, "Oh, you have a limitation or you can't do something," no, I end up transforming what people believe. So, you know, what I'm saying the fact that this man is saying I'm gonna work for WWE or AEW. Now, my hope, the only reason I asked WWE or AEW is because. Again, like I'm super opinionated and like I would love, I would love to, you know, jump on your podcast and debate with you guys. Yeah. But I'm more AEW, if you can't tell by the t-shirt, because yeah. I feel like 
I'm more of an underground guy. Like, you know, I'm kind of like the outcast. And, you know, I remember like the Young Bucks at uh, PWG and, you know, you talk about Amazing Red and Amazing Red was, you know, high spot after high spot. I don't know if he did like as much high spots as they did in uh, PWG, but I'm just, I feel like I'm more underground. And again, like I would love to come on your show and debate because again, like you said, both companies, there are a lot, there are a lot more things that they should be doing than mm-hmm. they're not doing. So, yeah. but in terms of like, you know, WWE, like who were your inspirations growing up? Uh, I had a, I love Shawn Michaels, love Razor Ramon, a.k.a. Scott Hall. I am a massive rock fan, like, to the core. Like, that man cannot do nothing wrong, in my opinion. He doesn't. I think he's the OG of the OG. Shout-outs to him. I was a huge Triple H fan at one time. Not so much before I have more respect for Triple H than being a fan of him, but I was a huge Triple H fan. I appreciated him a lot. But Undertaker, I f- fucking die for it, man. Die- loved, loved him growing up. Ministry mm-hmm. of Darkness, American Badass. Loved it, bro. Loved it. I feel like the Ministry didn't get as much love as it should have. It got co- It got kind of um, overshadowed by the corporate. Yeah, that, that's probably one of the biggest reasons why. But yeah, I love, I love the like I grew up on the Attitude Era, you know. Yeah, man? we all did, man. We all did. I remember going to Raw in '97, and at MSG, funny enough. Oh, nice. The lights went out, and Taker's gong hit scared the shit out of me. And then, like years later, I think he was in a tag match with Roman at a live event. In MSG, so I'm gonna let you know right now if the world goes back to normal and you need a front row seat to a live event, I got you. You know what I mean? Oh, oh man, thank you, man. I've been trying. Yeah, you, know. I, you know what's funny? Um, I have never been to a WWE pay per view, me neither. <laughs> I but I love live events, but um, yeah, I would trust me if I can. There's a reason they call me Mr. Front Row at Madison Square Garden. So if I can, best believe I got you. And oh, I'm gonna make that dream. I'm gonna make that dream happen, man. I appreciate it. I appreciate it, brother. I appreciate it for sure. Um, if you could go back on like the party aspect, uh, really quick, because I honestly that like that's super interesting. Uh, did you ever have like a celebrity that walked in that you were starstruck that you were able to meet? Um, Back in the day, I met a couple, a couple of celebrities. I've met uh, Charlemagne. I made the Breakfast Club. I've met, so I'm a huge Joe Budden fan. So I've met him, and Joe Budden is not the most social person, per se. I, yeah, I would, I can see that. But I fucking love him. I love the mood. Um, depressing music that he used to put out back in the day. I love his podcast. So I remember meeting him. I was like, yo, it's fucking Joe Buttons. Oh my God. This is before his podcast really started taking off. And I was, and I walked up to him. I was like, yo, hey, my name is Wilkins. Yo, you need to release some music. 
I'm a fucking huge fan. And this is like when he like basically was like, I'm done with I'm done with like music. That's what and, I, and then he looked at me, he was like, nah. No, not at all. And then he walked inside. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Nice. See you later. Yeah, I've <laughs> I've, uh, I've had the honor of meeting a lot of people. Uh, oh, nice. Whether it be music. I actually, one of my favorite wrestlers is uh, Rey Mysterio. Nice. I got to uh, I got to meet him uh, for Make a Wish back in '97. Sick. So you're talking like WCW Nitro, you know what I mean? I got to meet DDP. I briefly, I briefly uh, met Sting, and it like it pains me to this day because I think I was so excited to meet Mysterio that I told Sting like, "Hey, can you go and get Ray?" And I like, like I didn't even I didn't even take a picture with the icon, and it's something I like I kick myself in the ass for like to this day. Oh, so, I had wow. um, I had met the Bucks oh. when they did their last independent show at Hog. Yeah, because they they uh they they wrestled Private Party. So. Yeah, and I was in the back because I was helping with Private Party's entrance, and. I meet the Bucks and I was like, yo, this is fucking awesome. Like, I'm not a huge fan of them wrestling wise, but I think what they've done on their own, bro, just absolutely a gift to the industry, man. Like, showing them really doing this up on their own. It's beautiful. Absolutely. I mean, I was gonna, I was gonna ask you this question, but I think. I think me and you being wrestling fans, I think we can appreciate the fact that uh, AEW is now merging with Impact. You know, whatever they, whatever they're gonna have together, it's gonna be insane. It's my my whole thing with AEW. I need them to succeed. I absolutely want them to succeed because it helps the industry. It keeps the industry fresh. It gives jobs to so many people that I know who are wrestlers right now. And then it also, like, the thing about wrestling is always the next guy up. So when, let's say, an independent guy gets signed at WWE, AEW, the next guy on the on the, on the roster can become a star in the independent scene if he does, if he, if he does his shit correctly. Because it opens up, it opens up, it opens up the door for some somebody else, and then and then when that person goes to AEW, it, it's it's just so much fruitfulness that that can happen from this AEW tree, and that's why I just want them to succeed so badly. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I mean, again, I don't know what they need to do to, I don't I don't know what they need to do to necessarily be right next to WWE because obviously. WWE is such a mega brand that yeah, you know they they've said it themselves like we're not here to compete with WWE. We just want to have our own situation, and I think that's what I love about them. And again, I think uh, because of AEW, I think a lot of people have their eyes on Impact now. And because I'm gonna be honest, like I wasn't watching Impact, and then all of a sudden you you see Kenny Omega is gonna be on Impact. It's like, huh? 
So it's, you know, I think it's, I think it's very well. And um, yeah, I'm a big wrestling fan and, you know, I just love, I love the fact that wrestling is where it's at right now, because for a while, independent wrestling was just independent wrestling, you know, independent wrestling was not showcased as it is now. Mm-hmm. So now you got the commentators at AEW talking about PWG or Ring of Honor, for instance. You know, so I think I th- it's great. You know, I was at the G1 Supercard at MSG. So I got to see Ring of Honor. And- the one last year? Yeah, I was. Um, yeah, I had a couple of friends there. We did like a little after party at Legends for that. See, if I would have known you, I would have went. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I was at um, I was at the G One Supercard, and obviously, I bought tickets thinking that the Bucks and Kenny were gonna be there. But little did I know they were creating their own company. So yeah, I um, oh man, wrestling is wrestling is so good right now. Um, it's it's it's, it's um, COVID slowed a lot of things down, but I think for sure, it started to it started to help you know really take care of the seeds that's going to grow for the future yes take the time and like really curate curate some content curate a brand and just make wrestling grow at a better place you know what i mean yeah i definitely like being that i'm just talking wrestling with you i definitely got to be on your podcast one day yeah quick question um you say you're at exotica right yeah Give me a top five porn stars. Top five? Yeah. That I've actually met or just top five in general? We'll do actually met. Like, you're like, yo, this. So I've met a Bella Danger like three times. <sighs> nice. Awesome. Uh, Kelsey Monroe, seriously the greatest person ever. She was the first person that um, actually followed me on Instagram from that convention. So I would say Abella Danger, Kelsey Monroe. I've met Harley Dean, who is fantastic. Uh, I've met so many people. Top five though? Jeez, you put me on the spot. Uh, there's a there's a newcomer from Brazzers, uh, Desiree Dulce. Fire. Check I know who you're talking about. Check her out if you can. She's like my oh, sister. Oh. Oh, I'm a, I'm a porn connoisseur right here. Yeah, you. I love her to death. So I would say, all right, I would say Abella Danger, Harley Dean. Who else did I? Harley Dean, Abella Danger, Desiree Dulce. I've also met Gina Valentina. Kelsey Monroe, you said. And Kelsey Monroe. But there's so many. I've met literally so many. I've met Bonnie Rotten. I've met... uh. I've met Small Hands and Joanna Angel. I've met like that, like that's my whole crew. Like me and Small Hands, like we bump into each other, and it's like we've known each other for like life. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, Exotica's fun. Shout out to Exotica. So I've never went. It's one of my goals of going. Bro, I'm bringing you straight up. I'm bringing you straight up. Nah, that's one awesome, of my goals, bro. I've also met Riley Reed too. Unbelievable. Oh unbelievable person but yeah man i could talk wrestling with you all day but um last but not least you know i hope that uh you make it in the wrestling business i can see you in the wrestling business 
you know, if you ever need me to come to HOG and hit somebody with a chair, you know, I'll always be to do that, walk you at ringside or something. But uh, before I let you go, man, I hear that there's a kid that, like, every time he sees you, he gives you a Stone Cold Stunner. <laughs> <laughs> by, by the name of Donovan. Oh, okay. <laughs> so here's my thing. Would you like to, I guess, run a promo on Donovan before um, I let you go? All right, all right, all right. Listen, Donovan, none of that Stone Cold Stunner stuff is happening again. You are done. Next time I see you, it is the end of you. And that means nobody will ever see you the next time I get my hands on you. You understand that, Donovan? <laughs> All right, man. One quick question before I wrap this up, man. I forgot. Look, man, I just go on a wrestling tangent and, like, forget everything. Um, so you're in wrestling. Who would you say personally would be your dream match? So if you're in the ring and you're looking on the other side of the ring, who would you want? Kurt Angle. Solid. Solid pick. Kurt Angle, because he'll make me look like a fucking gem Solid in pick. the ring. Solid pick. I I would actually, to be honest with you, I would actually love to see you in an amazing red tie it up. Oh, he moves too fast for me. <laughs> Yeah, man, that's, that's gonna be that's gonna be an amazing match, man. You and Kurt. You and Thank Kurt. you. You Thank have you. a finishing move yet? No, not yet, not yet. But it'll, it'll, it'll come that. out sometime this year. Working on that though, man. But this has been another episode of the T Transformability Podcast. Make sure you follow the podcast TSFM Ability Podcast on Instagram and everywhere you can find me on socials. I am JV the Transformer. This has been Sir Wilkins. Let them know where they can find you. Keep a lookout for this guy. Big thing coming for this guy. And you will see me on Jobber Tears podcast real soon. I'm calling it. Let them know where they can find you, man. Um, my name is Sir Wilkins of the Jobber Tears podcast. My personal page is S-I-R underscore Wilkins, W-I-L-K-I-N-S. You can find me on all forms of social media, Twitter. Facebook, Instagram. Also, the podcast that I'm part of is the Jobberteers podcast, J-O-B-B-E-R-S-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, the Jobberteers podcast. Check it out. We're also all forms of social media. Please follow the Jobberteers podcast network. We also have multiple shows under, under the network, which is our zone talk, your sports show, and two and a half bros. All right, man, this has been another episode. I will see you guys in 2021. Have a good new year. Happy holidays. Thank you again, my friend, and we will see you in 2021. Thank you. No problem.